0: welcome back everyone so first of all i have a very important life update um i have decided to begin watching the crown and oh my gosh i like it a lot or should i say a lot um my british accent by the way is really really good but i don't want to scare you with how good it is and make you feel jealous that i have a really great british accent so i'm actually gonna spare you that um Typically, I mean, I'll tell you how I got so good at it. I usually practice my British accent with my husband's cousin, Francesca, while we celebrate Christmas with his sister-in-law and their kids. And my brother-in-law is actually British. So they throw down with like a proper British holiday, like four days of just straight up fun. And then usually Jason and I tack on a couple buffer days beginning and end to make sure that we really get a break. Um, But that's not happening this year. I'm not going to get in my British accent practice. So the question is, do I walk around my own home speaking in a British accent anyway or not? Stay tuned in my next episode, I will reveal the answer. Um, speaking of crowns, we also just crowned the She Built This Woman of the Year last Thursday, and we are flying high and celebrating Boo Martin of Stepping Stones Farm and Event Center. She is the winner of $1,000 and a kick-ass business building package thanks to many She Built This member contributors. Um, I am really excited to see Boo have a super year of success, and we are going to be checking in with her, and she's going to be on the podcast, so we'll get to hear from her soon too. As a side note, or not really a side note, because I'm kind of talking about TV shows, um, I told you last time that I was watching The Queen's Gambit, which we like blew through at an exponentially rapid pace. Well, I was listening to Brene Brown's podcast the other day, and she also told me, and when I say me, I mean like her entire audience. Obviously, she shouldn't single me out and say Emily Aborn. I'm also watching The Queen's Gambit. Um, but anyway, I digress quite a bit. She discovered that super duper fancy chess players like the ones in those tournaments, they burn up to like 6,000 calories a day on their tournament days. I think I need to start playing chess as my workout. That sounds so great. Um but you know it's weird when I think about that though and like trust me I have really thought about this quite a bit. I I mean granted it's not like chess or rocket science but I feel like our brains get a pretty darn good workout every day so like don't you think we should be burning like 6000 calories a day just doesn't really make sense. Like I don't think a calorie is a calorie is a calorie and I tell you what, this year, my waistline is also confirming that that might be the case. I made the mistake of trying on my jeans the other day after 10 months of um, social isolation or whatever you call it nowadays, social distancing, and I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm not doing that again for a while because I don't think it's the smartest thing. (laughs) My husband tells me that this is not the case, but as Shakira says, the hips don't lie. Um, Anyway, this is all bringing me to a perfect starting point for today's podcast episode because 2020 for me has been the year of growth, and I am not just talking about fitting into my jeans. Um, A friend of mine, and she built this VIP member, June Converse, sent me a blog that she just wrote, and she shared the positive things that have come out of the past year for her. And at the end of the blog, she encourages her readers with like a download to do the same. And so I I said, you know what, I'm game. And I started to evaluate this. I absolutely like if there's one thing I love, it is reflection and strategy and taking a step back and looking at how you want things to go forward. So I love um, thinking about where I was at the beginning of this year. So I hope you're ready for a little story time because here we go. Okay, at the beginning of 2020, I was uh, ready to charge into the air like full Monty with ideas and goals and all of these events I had. I wanted to host three in-person She Built This events in Portsmouth. I wanted one in the Lakes region. I wanted to do one in Amherst, New Hampshire. I wanted an all-day retreat. I wanted to travel the world, see the land. I had like trainings and masterminds and you name it all lined up and ready to go. So I did end up going in March to what I call the last event in America. It was a um, social media marketing conference, and that was really fantastic, but the March panel of She Built This, which was supposed to be in Portsmouth, we had like 80 people signed up and then suddenly we had to go virtual. And then I had one planned in May in the Lakes region and it got canceled. And then the one at the end of the year, which is usually in person and like such a lovely holiday time together, it also had to go virtual. It was very still fun and exciting, but it was just virtual which means people didn't get to have like that fun VIP after hour where you get to have cocktails with me um but i also like in addition to all of these events and other goals and things that i had set out for i also had like a little bucket list of my own for my own personal fun like i was going to do all kinds of new things that was it was like supposed to be the year of new things i was going to do like you know, paint and sip, which I hadn't really ever done just for myself. And I wanted to try aerial yoga and like even skydiving was on my list, even though I'm sure that wouldn't have happened this year. But I had a big, big, big long list. So the way that list started was on January 22nd, I marched on down because I decided to attend an aerial yoga class. And I I ended up falling on my face and smashing my chin open and getting seven really badass, if I do say so myself, looking stitches. Um, And then like as a result of that, I also got a really bad cold from going to urgent care, like the kind of cold that you just never fully recover from. And I also developed um, vertigo after that. So the funny thing is, this might be a little bit how your year went too. Like, look at me, I'm going to fly into 2020. That's, I think we were all like, this is the year. And then, boom, we fell out of our silken hammocks and ended up with seven stitches. So, you know, quite frankly, it's going to leave a little bit of a mark. Like, this year is going to leave a scar on a lot of us. But I think the key, and this is something we talked about at the Flip the Script event last Thursday night, the key is really to look at that. Scar and say, how do I want to look at this? How do I want this to teach me and propel me forward? And what am what is the gift in these scars? You know, I look at my scar in the mirror and i I don't love it. Um, it, it bothers me that it's still on my chin, but it does make me think to myself, like I am one tough cookie. <laughs> you know, and I remember back to that day. It's funny because it serves as a reminder for me. Like I think back to that day when I went to urgent care and I was like gushing blood, you guys. It was all over my clothes. And um, I'm crying to the nurse, not because it hurt, not because of any of that. I was crying to the nurse because I felt bad that I fell and interrupted the yoga class. And then it just like knocked all these other things, all these other like, Triggers offer me of being a nuisance for people. And that is why I was crying. I was crying because I was sorry that I got hurt. And so, you know, when I look at that scar in the mirror, it's really a reminder for me of how far I've come in a year because. I don't feel like that anymore. And it's a reminder of how quickly things in our lives can change. And, you know, it's really important to be grateful and make the most of every moment. I know we know this, but, you know, just making it as great as you possibly can and making it count as much as you can. And that is what that scar reminds me of. And so in a way, I can't hate it. I made the mistake, let's call it, of going down the Instagram rabbit hole recently and looking at all of these um, past pictures of me and, and of Jason and I'm like, oh, wow, we look so much younger or like our hair looked so much better or remember that super happy day, that positive memory. And I think or remember when my chin didn't have this scar on it. And, you know, I think to myself how it's not healthy to compare past versions of yourself to your current self. Because First of all, there are so many more stories than those pictures say, you know, and the current version of you is right where you need to be. And so I guess that's one of my big, big takeaways from this year is just really enjoying the present moment and listening to the lessons that are in the present moment and not comparing to the past or striving to just constantly be doing the next thing and headed for the future. And trust me, I am not 100% there yet. I'm like not even 3% there yet. Um, I very often find myself distracted, but it's just this awareness that I'm working towards to be more present in my life. And and working on that, I think, is really one of the big gifts and and a big step that came. Um, out of this year for me. So the other really exciting thing that happened was making new connections. And it just kind of blows my mind really when I think about it. Despite being like holed up in my little hobbit house all year, I really found myself connecting far and wide and legit sometimes I have to rein it in to keep myself on track, like through this podcast and through the She Built This group and just through so many networking opportunities and events. It really has been evidence to me that you can network and market yourself virtually and social media can be used for positive things and to build community. And I would venture to say like you can network your socks off even during a pandemic, which is actually the title of a little downloadable that I put together for you guys. And I'll make sure to include that in the show notes. Um, Last but not least, this year really showed me what I love and what I don't love about my business, which has allowed me to do a lot of healthy restructuring. And it's also showed me what I love and what I don't love about my life. What what doesn't serve me or suit me anymore. And that goes all the way to like the activities that I find myself participating in. So as a result, I'm able to set better boundaries and I feel okay turning things down um, because they just don't have any room anymore. So I think it was, it's been a really interesting year. It's uh, had a lot of takeaways that really are that deep seeds of growth, like not just like I don't know. In the past, I think a lot of the things that I've walked away with at the end of the year have been like a little more surface level. And this year, I just feel like I'm starting to like myself better. I'm starting to feel like I know what I like and what I don't like. And it just kind of gave us, I didn't even have a minute to stop and breathe. Like some people I know um, were experiencing a lot of downtime, and I don't feel like I got that, but I do feel like so much deep inner work came from this year. And maybe it was just spending more time alone. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, so I'd love to hear everyone's takeaways from the past year and what gifts you found in the scars, the many scars that um, 2020 is leaving on us. And of course, one of the most exciting parts of my year, I think, other than Thanksgiving, which was a super fun day, uh, was Announcing and launching the She Built This VIP group. We are just having so much fun connecting in there, and I am loving watching everyone. They're already getting clients, they're sharing each other's programs and messages, and they're cheering each other on. They just are all in there to meet one another, connect with each other, and champion each other on in growth. And I just love it. It is a living, breathing example. Of what I was just saying, that you are not alone in this roller coaster ride of entrepreneurship and small business, and when you connect with the right people, it's like magic can happen, and it's it's like we got you, you know, we got you. Um, so on that note, if you want in, now is the time because the VIP group price is going up to three fifty a year on January first, and all of the founding members who are those people who sign up before December 31st, you're gonna lock that price in for life. And I definitely want you to be one of those people. Um, I'm also adding in a special new perk, which I just came up with. Every single member is gonna get a landing page that is just for them. So that will include their bio, any opt-ins they wanna share, links to their books, programs, and more, and that is gonna be entirely included for free. If you don't have a website, this is like perfect for you because you can direct people to that landing page and people can learn more about you there. If you're like in the process of building one, this is a great temporary spot to send your audience. And if you already have a website, When people discover you on the She Built This member directory, they can learn more about you right there on that landing page. So that's just one of the new perks that I'm adding. Um, And if you've been curious to check out and see what the group is all about and see what other perks and goodies there are, you can find that at shebuiltthis.org. And to be perfectly frank with you, this list of awesomeness is only going to continue to grow as we continue to grow together. And, oh my gosh, I'm sure you're wondering what is in store for 2021. I didn't even get to that part yet. Well, I'm gonna pretend that you're wondering And I'm just going to tell you anyway. So I know that this coming year, I'm going to be focusing more on my speaking skills. And I'm going to join, I've decided that I'm going to join the Speaker Sisterhood Public Speaking Clubs for Women virtually. Um, Angela Lucier, who started the Speaker Sisterhood, has been on my show before. And she tells her story of how these clubs got started. But I'll be honest with you guys. I learned on Thursday night that my Speaking skills need assistance. And so I am committing myself to working on something that I'm not very strong in. Um, I'm also working on whittling down my one to one client load a little bit so that I can focus a mile deep and an inch wide instead of vice versa. And I really want to just like make space in my life to be able to pour my heart and soul into She Built This. Um, I'm also considering making my rowing machine friends again it's really the relationship has been on the rocks I can tell you that but I am like considering getting back on that thing more regularly undecided on that one Um, and then you know really important for me and and I would encourage you to make this a focus in 2021 too is not saying yes to things without thinking them through much more thoroughly and feeling into whether or not those things are a are traction for you or a distraction for you. Like I know my tendency when someone sends me an idea or something is to just say, yes, let's do it. And I am really proud of myself. I already took step one, somebody presented something to me and I was like, all right, I'm gonna not even like don't even say anything yet. just sat back, thought about it, and then I said, okay, that is for me because it is traction and not distraction. Um, And last, I am really working on figuring out for my own self what it looks like to The waters of overwhelm a little bit better. My husband and I were talking about it last night, and you know, it's not like the stress is ever just gonna magically go away in our lives. So it really needs to be about us flipping the script, and we are responsible to change how we respond to it. Um, That is gonna be the key, because like I said, it's not going anywhere. It's literally you, not it. (laughs) Um, So, okay. I think it's going to be a great year. I'm really excited. And i it's definitely your turn now. So I want you to share with me what you're focusing on in the coming year. I would love to hear what you've learned or gained from the past year. And if you've gotten this far in the episode, you may as well just take a second or like 60 seconds. It probably takes more like 60 to write me a review on the Apple podcast app. It would make my day possibly even my year, and maybe even my coming year. So just do it. Don't ask questions, just do it. Um, In the next episode, I'm gonna be joined by guest Julie Eason of Thanet House Publishing, and she is going to talk about what it really takes to write a book, or in her case, way more than just one book. And I have some super duper exciting guests on the docket for you. So on that peppy Princess Pollyanna note. Have a great rest of your day and I will chat with you next week. To learn more about She Built This and to join our community and get involved for yourself, visit www.shebuiltthis.org.